Hi, Brother Eric. Thank you so much for joining us. And before we bring on our guest that you are going to thank, can you tell us a little something, Brother, about who you're going to be thanking today? Uh, today, I'm thanking Brother Bob Pillian. I, I met Brother Bob Pillian back in 1989. He introduced me to my beautiful wife. He's been there on all the uh, important occasions of my life and uh, always been... Uh, there whenever I needed him, good times, bad times, storms, and sunny days and rainy days. You know, just a real solid brother, a really nice friend, but he's one of the greatest blessings of my life. From INC Media Audio, this is Making Changes, a podcast about the changes we go through and the life lessons we learn along the way but always with God by our side. I'm your host, Elia Garcia-Pablo. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Season 2 of Making Changes. I know it's been a while, but we're really excited to share this new season with you. You know, it's not surprising that everyone who works on this podcast loves to hear stories about big life changes, you know, those pivotal moments in our lives when everything begins to shift But lately, we've also been talking a lot about those friends, acquaintances, and sometimes even complete strangers, you know, those people who become instrumental in making these big changes in our lives. And that's exactly what brought us to season two of Making Changes. We're calling this our Thank You series. It's basically surprise phone calls or video calls to people who have made a positive change in someone's life, and it's a chance to say thank you. Today we'll hear from Brother Eric Waterman, a minister of the Gospel of the Church of Christ, who will be talking to a friend and fellow minister of the Gospel who has had a great impact in his life for over 30 years. Let's listen in. Good morning, Brother Bob. How are you there? Whoa, Brother Eric. Nice to hear from you, brother. My goodness, we haven't talked in a long, long time. How have you been? How's the family? Oh, we're very well, brother. So so are, are, are you getting old yet? Uh, yeah, I hit the, the big 65 last year, so I'm officially a senior citizen. So uh, I have my senior moments now. Yeah. <laughs> I try. I try my best to be happy. There you go. Yeah, Brother Bob, I just wanted to take the moment to really, from the bottom of my heart, really, thanks for being always there, always being a great friend, and always for the constant reminders, the advice, your kindness, the care, the counsel. You know, you counseled me with my mom, with my my ministry, my membership, with my wife, uh, with my family, with my kids. I mean... Whenever I, I needed, it just seemed like I got through to you, you know, and like you were you were the Calvary, man. You would always just say, brother, you know, we're sending in the Calvary. And every time, you know, it was just there. And, you know, that's what friends are for, you know, to the good times. The we friends. consider you, uh, we, we really consider you, brother Eric, you know, a very dear friend and an important part of our, our family and our life too. But no need to thank me because it's God that is good, you know. And uh, you know that as a minister, and I'm sure you tell that to members of the church all the time. It, it's God that's good, you know. And if ever uh, I have shared anything with you that has helped you, well, then I join you in thanking God uh, for that because 
you know, you've been awesome for the church. You have touched the lives of many. And, you know, if, if you consider me even a small part of, of, of your life and becoming who you are, well, I join you in thanking God for that. You, you're, you're pretty awesome too. And I, I'm glad to see that you're there and happy and performing your ministry uh, like, like, like you are, you know. Must be the upstate New York in you, I guess, huh? Well, I don't really know. You know, the, the work ethic, you know, you, you really set the bar quite high. You know, when we used to do our landscaping projects and those uh, improvements. Do you remember that? Yeah, those improvement projects, brother. Brother Bob was like the Energizer Bunny, never slept. And he's always on the go, go, go. There's always something. To do, something and with that... These two brothers, who are both from New York, went down memory lane and went 30 years back and began recalling everything from gardening projects at the chapel compound to long drives to visit local congregations to late-night pecan pie a la modes. And then do you remember the late-night uh, counseling sessions at Denny's with uh, the pecan pie and the a la mode? Yes, we couldn't. I remember those days. We, we couldn't finish the day without swinging by at the end of the day, usually like midnight. Get our pecan pie, a la mode. Don't forget the a la mode. You got to have a little vanilla ice cream there with that. Right? How about the old days when you did the recording upstairs in CWS Chapel of LA, that little room with one machine, with one camera? Oh, yes, yes. That was, uh, that was a different time. The church, the church media, brother Eric, now has uh, uh, really, really grown since those days. I tell you, uh, since those L.A. days when we used to be up there on that second floor and uh, behind the L.A. chapel. And that yeah. big tape machine with the big, thick tape. 400 pounds thing, yeah. You always inspired me. And then those were after days of planting, doing landscaping, doing visitation doing all kinds of things. And then we'd go there in the middle of the night because of the traffic of LA. And then you'd record. And then those were the miracle moments where uh, really God guided us home, holding onto the steering wheel as you were making your way back home. Yeah, I'm very thankful to you too, Brother Eric, because you stuck with me uh, during all those late night works at the studio there in LA, along with Brother Ed Moranan. You know, we were, we were a good team. And uh, I, I, I'm thankful that you were always there to point the camera in the right direction. Uh, Everything was new to me. And it was at this point in the conversation when Brother Bob went back to the very first day they met in 1989, when Brother Eric was a guest at one of the worship services that Brother Bob officiated. Based on that first meeting, no one could have guessed that this is how it was all going to turn out. And, and you tell me if you remember this too, because it was right in the beginning. You know, it's so thrilling to see you having joined the ministry and come so far and, and since then. Because when you first arrived and we did our first Bible uh, Bible exposition or, or it was a worship service maybe. But I remember coming out to the lobby, reaching out my hand and say, you know, you were a, a, a newcomer there. Reach out my hand, shake your hand, welcome you. Before even saying like, Hello, or uh, nice to meet you, any kind of normal thing. Do you remember what you said? I remember it, I remember it explicitly. You said, uh, not like hello or anything. You said, you know, I, I'm, I'm not staying. You know, I'm just here because of this guy that I drove over here. I, I, I'm not staying. So, and, and I won't be here again, but we'll, you know, 
And I, I can remember thinking to myself, well, that's what you say right now. We'll see what God says, you know. And sure enough, I, again, I don't know if you remember, so, but the next day you were there. And that was, you came back. And that was a two-hour drive from Newport. I, you know, with the traffic, yeah. I had to go through three freeways. And then everybody that knew me said, you're out of your mind. Where You're going to East L.A., you're, you're on the beach. Why would you go to East L.A.? There's no purpose there. So I remember the Bible studies upstairs, you know, when you have the overhead. Brother Bob, this is, yes. this is a true story, huh? I thought everybody okay. in that room was a Bible student. Come to find out, I'm the one turning the, the uh, overheads. I'm the Bible student. <laughs> And all the others were uh, the officers of the church that were there. It it was a really enjoyable time there. And I learned a lot about it. And you did that. You you did that for the whole time I was assigned there in San Gabriel Valley. You you became, you kind of adopted that duty to uh, uh, help uh, uh, make those uh, slides and project them up on the screen while I was uh, on the screen on the screen while I was uh, reading the verses. You, you were pretty awesome at that. And I really thought that this is the only way of God's plan for me to be saved. It's got to be the end of days. You know, yeah. I've already experienced three lifetimes before I met you. I mean, I had a really colorful life. It was quite uh, uh Quite a blessed life. Yeah. Yes. And did. then, and then you said, "No, brother, you'll have to wait another month." And I'm like, "Oh, but what about the Holy Supper?" And so, anyway, we waited another month. So the one day I got baptized, and then the next day I'm asking to be forgiven of my sins. And I remember the minister saying, "Boy, this brother must have had a life before." So. I, I I really thought that it was the end of days and it really, yeah, I, I'm just amazed because you used to always say, uh, just watch Brother Eric, just watch the church and its growth. And you used to say that to me all the time, that you ain't seen nothing yet. When I came over to the Philippines in 91, uh, I I was like a a fish out of water. I I had no idea what to expect over here. And I was able to meet the executive minister and he he shook his hand and we were able to go to the museum. And it was really a surreal moment, you know, and I walking through the museum and uh, Sir Brother Iranio Manalo is asking me, why are you here, brother? And I said, to show the administration my heart. And it was really from that moment on, you know, and even on my ordination, uh, Sir Brother Iranio Manalo was saying, you might be wondering why you're here. And I was like, yeah, I'm the last one that I thought would be here. And he said uh, direct to me, it felt to me every time, you know, he talks, it seems straight to the heart. Same with you. You know, that's why I kept coming back to the worship service. You know, there was 200 people in that congregation, but every time you preached, it was like, man, pow, right between the eyes. And, you know, the truth is something that we, we can't deny. You, you either are in it or you're not in it. And I had to realize that really God was... Uh, having a purpose and plan. 
you know, Brother Eric, one of the most wonderful things in my life is uh, watching someone like yourself and watching yourself specifically. From the moment you said, I'm not here for any reason, I'm, I'm, I'm not coming, I'm just driving this, and it was uh, Wilfred McCurry, I remember. <laughs> I'm, I'm just driving for him and, and uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not here. I want, uh, you know, uh, from that moment until the moment when you so dearly wanted to attend the, the Holy Supper and be baptized and, you know, watching that transition, you know, watching you go from that person who was so insistent, I don't need any baptism. I don't need anything. I don't need, I'm not here, you know, and then you just... I don't know what happened overnight while you slept or whatever, but you came back the next day and and, and there you go. You're like, uh, what's this all about? You know, what's going on here kind of thing. Well, well, Brother Wilfred, he came down the next day and I lived in a guard gated community with, a you know, the intercom and a camera. In those days, you know, you, 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 you kind of didn't let anyone into your neighborhood or your house. And he stood outside my house until I answered the door. And uh, I'm like, oh, geez. Yeah, so he really missionized me. He really tried his best. Good for him. You know, listening to both Brother Bob and Brother Eric reflect on what they've gone through all these years, I couldn't help but notice how grateful they are for one another. They have that kind of friendship that one could only hope for. But Brother Eric, you know, I, I, the memories that, that I have in the early days uh, with you are memories that I will cherish uh, forever. You know, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that our friendship has continued to blossom uh, over the years. And uh, I'm so thankful that, that you and your son now is uh, in, in this holy ministry and have been helping the church administration do, do all the things that you've been doing. God bless you for that. And what a, what a what what a great uh, what a great blessing you have been to the church, brother Bob. I just like to thank you again. You know you've been a role model to me, and I remember so many times uh, you taking under your wings so many people that were complete strangers to you. You know uh, there were those that we sought out that were lost. You you bound up that which was broken. Well, like I said, you know, I, I don't take any of those things to myself. You know, I, I'm thankful to God that if ever I had such kind of impact on anybody, uh, it's it, it's God who has been there in doing that. And we're we're just uh, we're just a mouthpiece. We're just an instrument, and I, and I know that's what you teach to the ministerial students under your care nowadays. And, and congratulations on being trusted with that great duty by the church administration. Brother Bob, really, I appreciate everything that you've done for our life and for so many. And I know you're just a humble guy and you just will say that I'm just serving God. But really, words can never express how much I love you, brother. Those are very kind words, brother Eric. We love you, too. Give a hug to Sister Geraldine and Brother Cameron and Brother Tristan the next time uh, next time that you see them. And... Uh, I know you got a worship service you need you need to get to, uh, so get to it, get to it, and God bless you, brother. God bless you.
Thank you, brothers, for letting us be part of your conversation. And it really is truly inspiring, brothers, seeing the kind of love, friendship, and, and respect you have for your duties and for each other and for those under your care. But, Brother Eric, before we go, we just, with everything that you've mentioned, brother, what would you say, brother, is has been the biggest um, change or impact that Brother Bob has had on your life? He taught me what integrity means. That is, uh, that's such a nice thing to say, Brother Eric. Uh, God bless you. And uh, you've shown your fair share of integrity and honor. And with all the ministers in the church doing that, uh, the world will learn it from true ministers. And, and Brother Bob, uh, your friendship has lasted decades. And what would you say, Brother Bob, is the importance with friendships like these? What, why are these types of friendships important, especially when you're in the ministry and you're able to share your ministerial journeys together? Brother? Well, well, you know, uh, I, I, I never had a son. And I, I, would, uh, uh, I would see everyone that comes in like part of the family, you know, and Brother Eric became part of our family. Uh, you know, you have the same birthday, of course, as uh, our, our daughter, uh, Naomi. And they every, every year, she actually puts uh, a big stuffed animal that you gave her on a chair at the table and always says, that's Brother Eric. You know, <laughs> sometimes uh, some people just are the, the mirror of what you hope to be. And what if I had a son, what I would hope my son to be you know, uh, grow and, and become uh, someone with honor, with integrity, with strong faith, with a love of the church administration, you know. And, uh, but Eric is that. How could you not be a friend to someone like that? You, you know, how could you not love someone like that? You know, uh, if everyone knew the depth of Brother Eric's love as well, uh, they would consider him a friend too, if they had the chance to be. And I'm honored to be counted as a friend of Brother Eric Waterman. Special thanks to Brother Eric Waterman and Brother Bob Pauline for sharing the story of their friendship and a special bond of brotherhood that has withstood the test of time. Now, is there someone that has made a huge change and impact in your life that you'd like to thank? We'd love to hear from you. Send us a direct message on our Instagram account at Making Changes Podcast. And we'd love to connect you with an old friend, classmate, teacher, or anyone who you want to thank. If you enjoyed what you heard today, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you'll always be up to date with our latest episodes. And while you're at it, feel free to leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. As always, thanks for listening and may your change uplift you.